0: Welcome back to the show. I'm so excited for the guests today because we go way, way, way back. So we have been friends a long time. You guys, I'm talking about like my space times, like way back in the beginning of my fitness career. I don't know. Was that 10 years? Not even sure. So today's guest is Angie Lee. And as long as I've known Angie Lee, I thought Angie Lee was her first and middle name. So I literally said, Angie, what is your last name? (laughs) That's how bad Facebook, MySpace, and having social media relationships has been, even though we've been in person a few times. But honestly, Angie Lee is her full name. So we learn something new every single day. And this woman is absolutely amazing. Those were random facts that I just shared with you. So Angie Lee is hilarious. She's smart. And she describes herself as your business bestie that you've always wanted. She is a health coach turned business mentor, a seven-figure organic marketing unicorn and serial entrepreneur. She loves her Frenchie, meatball, and early bedtimes just like me. And she's obsessed with helping women gain more clients, confidence, and cash flow. You guys, she is doing big things in the world and I'm so proud to call her a friend and definitely go follow her, listen to her podcast. I was also a guest on her podcast and we had a blast chatting all things tribe, business, and life. She's just one of those total homegirls that you can drop in with immediately. So let's get started on the podcast. Angie, thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm so excited to have you here.
1: I'm so grateful and excited, and we've been jamming all morning already, so I'm excited to be here.
0: And we're totally warmed up because we just did her podcast, which was so awesome. So good. I can't wait. And um, literally, we're sitting across from each other, so this is very exciting. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just found out something that I should have you known, guys but I didn't know, <laughs> and it's kind of going to follow the theme of what... Uh, We're talking about today, and that is asking Mm -hmm. and marketing Mm -hmm. and getting yourself out there and fear and all the stuff that comes around. I really do think it comes with asking. Mm. Um, So (laughs) do you know what I asked Angie? (laughs) I've known her for about 10 years. And I asked her uh, if her full first name was Angie Lee because... Because online, it's like the best, most catchy name. Like Angie Lee. Because online it's Angie Lee. Angie Lee. Angie Lee. Like everyone knows Angie as Angie Lee. Yeah. And she's like, Lori, that's my last name. Like that's my full name. I was like, I don't know if I assumed your name was like Angie Lee Lee (laughs) or Angie Lily, Oh my gosh. Well, it's funny because I get that a
1: lot. People interview me and they'll say, Hey, Angie Lee. And what's your last name? P.S. I'm like, that is my last name. And so it's not you. It's hundreds of people. It's close friends. It's people I just met. It's it's for some reason I think I need to make an episode about.
0: (laughs) I don't know. It's kind of like Bruce Lee. Like we can't we don't just call him Bruce. Yeah. It's like, yeah. You can just call him Bruce.
1: It's Bruce Lee. It's Bruce
0: Lee. It, it slows off the tongue, yeah. so you have to
1: do both. I was like,
0: you're in trouble when, like, you get married if you want to change that. You know what? You just got to, like, I'm going to keep it. Yeah. I'm going to keep it, I think, yeah. just
1: for branding and for my business. And then it probably will be St. Andre with my, uh, with my boyfriend. And then I'll just kind of, that's pretty, but I think I'll, I don't
0: know. You can add it. it. You can add it. <laughs> just add it on. Yeah. So what's your middle name? Patrice. Angie Patrice Lee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that doesn't sound right to me. I'm sorry. I'm, I know. I'm not. Angie gonna, Lee's way cooler. I'm not gonna use it. Yeah. No. 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 <laughs> but you could do like AP. That's AP cute. Yeah.
1: I should start going by AP.
0: <laughs> no. Don't. No. Don't. It's, it's your cool. branding's on point. Um. <laughs> Oh god, okay, so I'm so I'm thrilled to have you here because mm-hmm. I have just we've both been on each other's journeys. Yeah, like yeah, for so yeah, long. I mean, yeah. So I Back remember Kathy savage competitions yeah, camp in <laughs> Chicago. Right? Oh my
1: god! Yeah, I was night. I was 19 or 18, turning 19. And I think I, I, just I was 27,
0: I think I was 27, 26 at the time. Oh so you had, you were
1: my age now. Yeah. And then, yeah, that's so Isn't cool. That nuts? That's and so I, cool. I
0: remember meeting you though. And you're, so your soul. So a- Angie Lee is one of those people, <laughs> AP, <laughs> Angie <A-Pizzle>. Lee <laughs> is one of those souls that is like, I was going to say ageless, but not, no, you're so, you're so wise. Like mm. you are, you've probably been told that a lot. Maybe yeah. have you heard I think that before I've Been I've
1: here a few times? like yeah yeah. like it's
0: very 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 Mm -hmm. you have an old soul very wise but also Mm -hmm. just very light free fun beautiful young like Mm -hmm. so when I met you I I didn't know like I had no idea how old you were I just resonated with you um and just you've always been bright you've Mm -hmm. always been this light you've always wanted to help people you've always Mm -hmm. been eager you've always been a listener you've always been a doer Mm -hmm. um so that's just so amplified now and I love 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 watching your journey and and Mm -hmm. now it's so much fun I'm like oh my god we're kind of we're kind of doing the same thing we're kind of not we're in the same circle Um, and I know you have it's so it's crazy how much can
1: change in 10 years because I remember watching you on stage and the Kathy Savage camp and it's funny to think 10 years ago, I wanted to be a top bikini competitor and that's it. And that was my dream. And now I'm like, I don't want to get on stage in a bikini. I just want to help people. I still want to get on a stage, but not in a bikini.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But the journey, honor the journey, like honor the process because it's, you know, looking back, I know there's been so many times when I've wanted to be like, ah, like reject that part of me. And I'm like, that was such a huge, important chapter for me. Taught me so much. And it also is like, I think it's beautiful because the so the fitness world, some people are you know, it's either people are so gung ho or it's getting a bad rap or whatever that looks like and it's like that's everything. Yeah. There is light and darkness yep. in everything and you choose you choose what you want out of it. Yeah. You choose how you want to put yourself forward. Like, um, I think even it was beautiful with,
1: for confidence too. Absolutely. I don't know what builds your confidence more than that. Uh,
0: yeah. If you can, <laughs> if you can stay kind of, which you can't, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't really stay balanced in yeah. it. Um, yeah. and even in business it's tough to stay balanced, but that's yeah. the thing is the journey is kind of keeping, keeping, finding your authenticity in the yeah. land of you know, maybe something that could get really inauthentic, yeah. but that's everything. That's yeah. business. That's life. That's, that's true. That's, that's true. friendship. That's, it's just finding your own personal authenticity throughout your own path. So, yeah. Um, I want to know what is number one, most exciting right now. And I want to talk a little bit about your journey to it, but what is the most exciting thing in your life right now? Like what is Angie Lee? I can't let it go. I can't. What is Angie Lee working on uh, within herself right now? That's most exciting.
1: Yeah. And it's, it's really beautiful that you are asking me that because I don't ever get asked that question, right? Mm. We're all just living life and it's busy and it's crazy. And when do we actually stop and just say to our friends or to say to people, what's, what's lighting you up right now? Yeah. Um, I would say it's, it's my event. I am really excited. It's in October, but it's lighting me up right now to think about living that out and, and really tapping into my zone Mm -hmm. of genius as a speaker. And I want to, fulfill that mission of 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 the vision of this event so that's Mm. what's lighting me up I'm excited about that I have a lot of other parts of my business that are great but I feel like the thing that's lighting me up is is definitely the event
0: Okay, Mm -hmm. so many questions Mm -hmm. because I do I do the event. You know about this, yes. (laughs) (laughs) And I want six years
1: of it. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah,
0: Yeah. crazy. Um, Mm. I cannot wait for people to hear this because you. So this is your first big event, right? How many? You're like I feel like
1: you're like I'm talking to myself many years ago. Yeah, this is like really exciting. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like it's like a big sister being like, listen, don't do this, Angie. (laughs) Um, it's my first big event. I did one in Chicago that was a hundred women, but this will be four to five hundred and. It's going to be in San Diego, and I realized that there was a lot of these super, super intense masculine-driven sales events and marketing events where you know, like traffic and conversions where it's all about funnels and and really, really intense energy. And I was in meditation one day and I was like, why is there not an event teaching women how to sell and to market in a really fun, playful, this feminine way? Why is there not an event that talks about that? And it's fun. And I'm not going to have these girls be like taking all these notes and feel overwhelmed and leave feeling worse actually about their business. So
0: I said, why isn't there an event like this?
1: Why isn't there an event like this? And I felt like I wanted to take woo-woo and business and blend them. So it's this really cool a dichotomy of both in an event and I said well Angie why don't you just create it then and I'm like oh man you know when you get those ideas you're like why doesn't this exist shit this means I have to do it yeah because <laughs> no one else is doing it. I gotta do it so mm-hmm. um yeah my audience loves loves the marketing and the sales but I think they like it and resonate with it because I add this this playful twist to it and the feminine twist and I want to have women leave feeling like, oh my gosh, I've never felt so confident in myself Ugh. to go launch a business.
0: Okay, so. so what you're saying is so important. And yes, that and is I'm for I love I'm setting the intention now, five
1: months before, and this is probably helping to... <laughs>
0: uh yeah you have to yeah (laughs) like honestly a year before six months before five months before you need to do another one four months three months two months for real um this is a big deal because this is a so you acted on a soul calling so you you were like why doesn't this exist instead of saying "Uh, but it's not out here Uh, and I feel so bad when I go to this event and I'm overwhelmed and I can't do this and I don't know how to launch and I don't have my team and I don't have my people you were like okay, let's create a space for women. Cause we learn differently, right? Mm. We hear things differently. We also come from a different place a lot of times. Yeah. So even though we want, you know, the, the marketing and the sales and get our messages out, yeah. it's like, how do we be in our feminine and also, uh, understand the masculine? Yeah. So important. I've left so many events where I'm like, I suck. I am so like, I I feel so stupid because I, I'm so overwhelmed. I have to do 40 things. I don't even have the resources. I don't know who could help me. Um, You know, I also feel like there's a lot of like, well, this person knows how to do it, but my business isn't enough. Or they're like, who are you? I'm not going to help you because I'm only helping these really elite people. And yeah. it's like, we just all feel like we're drowning or grasping <laughs> yeah. for straws. Well,
1: you're an intuitive marketer too. You share story. You've shared Lori's life. And you've done that in a very just authentic, flowy, intuitive way. I call this intuitive organic marketing. And there wasn't too much rule and structure till obviously you got to the point where now, yeah, you have ads and funnels and things, but you did it for a long time without all of that. And mm-hmm. I think that's so beautiful. And I want to show women that, you have to first just show up and be that person. The online space is just like the real world. You can't expect it to be like A plus B will always equal C. No, you're talking to humans. When you're emailing someone, that's a human with a heartbeat that actually has a life and has problems, and you can't just treat it like, oh, a number in a funnel. And yeah, I think that's what's really lighting me up now is I, I treat marketing and I treat the numbers like they're real people, and that's working out actually in my favor versus whatever. I'm just going to blast all these people, and hopefully they convert. like. It feels so empty inside. And I'm just so done with that side of marketing. And I think a lot of women are feeling really turned off by it. So then they do nothing. They're information paralysis. I don't want to do anything then. Instead of realizing, no, just start from the basics. Start from the beginning. Share who you are. Share that story. Connect it with a solution. And just repeat that over and over, that unsexy monotony of, who are you? What do you do? Who are you? What do you do? And then one day you wake up and you have a business. (laughs) Yes.
0: Oh my God. Okay. So I know that this sounds so beautiful and sexy that you're having this event and like to the outside world, they're (laughs) like, Oh my God, that's amazing. No, but I want to know what is it? Cause I, so you're being called in a big way right now. We all are, but you're answering. Yeah. Um, so right now what is the journey that it's taking you on as far as what is it reflecting back to you? Maybe that's coming up. That's really challenging right now. Is it bringing up self-worth issues? Is it bringing up? Cause I really believe it's for us. Like, yeah, we're having this yeah. event for the, for people. Yeah. Of course it's for them, yeah. but it's also for us yeah. to go to the next level of the next event you're having or the, the book yeah. or the thing or whatever. Mm. So what is it reflecting back to you right now that you need to focus on for yourself to grow? Yeah.
1: I love that you said that because I'm noticing that already a few months out. I got the idea, got the event planner, started taking action right away because I'm just a let's start today, not tomorrow type yeah. of person. So I started and we're diving in and it was it was good for a few weeks because it's a great idea and I'm on cloud nine and it's going to be amazing. The fear gremlins aren't hanging out yet. They're like, you know, they're in the trunk. They're not there yeah. yet. But then all of a sudden they decided to come over and pop into the front seat. Yeah. And I the other day it was like 2 a.m. I went to the bathroom and I remember just being like, Oh my God, I can't do it. No, I'm not going to do it. Mm. It's a stupid idea. Someone else will do it. I'll do it next year and then we'll just wait a little bit and then I'll... Where did that come from? At 2 a.m. Right? They always come at you at the yeah. first time while you're ready to take a pee. Yeah. So, I all of a sudden then I went back to bed. and I was like, No, Angie, no, no, you're still gonna do it. You have to do it. You have to do it. You, to do it. you already told me you're gonna do it. There's a sales page. You gotta do it. You have to do it. Like literally, that conversation goes on in my head, and as it does with you, with everything yeah. you do the book. Now I'll be stupid. Who's gonna read it? I don't want to do it. Why would I? No. Oh, I need to do it. It's gonna be amazing. It's gonna. So be what's beautiful. the feeling
0: behind the it's why like- you're not? Like, what's it bringing up? Like, what is the fear around mm. why you don't want to do it?
1: Yeah, I feel like it's every. Sp- speakers feel a fear of knowing it's a calling to be a vessel for communications and to speak but what if we play the what if game what if everything goes wrong what if I fall on stage what if it's a mess what if it's too early what if it's too soon what if it's too late just all these weird questions your brain is is super I mean our brain will still self-sabotage us no matter how evolved or conscious we are those fear gremlins come in and and give us these crazy, crazy reasons not to do something. And so I'm battling it right now of, nope, it's okay. Like, Hey, I know you're there, but like, let's, let's still do this because you're going to be proud of yourself if you do. And the irony is I'm writing a book about it raising your hand. And so I'm like, who am I to get on this, to not, to cancel this event. If my whole book is about telling women to push through that. Yeah. And that's like my favorite thing about myself that I really like is that I push through that fear. So who am I to not do it? And so this is crazy, crazy Uh. conversation that I hope someone listening is like, yep. That's how I feel, whether it's a course, it's a huge event, it's a book, it's asking the person across the street for something, it, you're
0: terrified. Oh my God. We're it's, all a, terrified. it's always the story of my life. Like, people yeah. are like, Oh, you must be used to it. I'm like, no, I'm not. Like, what makes you think I'm used to this? I just, I am now so used to these conversations in my mind that, you know, something that was huge for me that hopefully it helps you or you're probably doing this in your head was just (laughs) for real. I do too. So thank God we were talking about just how when, when females really talk and connect, like it's Mm. so valuable. It's just like such a, it just. I mean, I'll leave these conversations today and just be so much better for them because I'll just feel so seen, you know, so thank you for seeing me today. Um, But something that I do is even if I because, yeah, there's going to be shit that goes wrong all the time, but that's for you. Like it is absolutely so that your next event can be even better. And it's absolutely, it's not going to, it's not going to even be wrong. It's going to be what is. And even if something goes wrong where some of the audience is affected, it's for them. Does that make sense? Like it's for them. I even say that at, at the bliss project, I'm like, you know, maybe someone's going to say something to you that you don't like. Like, yeah. here's the thing. Someone taught me your, oh, Alexi Panos, like oh, did the great, it. said the greatest thing to me before one of my events. Cause I was freaking out over it.
1: Ready to puke. Yes.
0: <laughs> totally ready to puke. And she was like, You know, it's just calling it all out and letting them know the whole space is actually development for them. So whatever comes up, whatever technical issues are going wrong on stage, if that's a type A person who's like, oh, my God, I can't believe this is going wrong here. And I paid all this money for this (laughs) ticket. And this is insane. (laughs) Like they're putting themselves in a prison to never be able to do an event because it has to be perfect. Yeah. So the more that you can look mm. at something that's going wrong and you can teach that, you know? Yeah. So that's kind of what I do at bliss is I'm like, whatever comes up in this room, we're all doing our best. And yeah. it's, it's like literally your journey and your lesson. Yeah. So oh, I love if you can call that out, you I can let that. all those fear gremlins go and just be like, yeah. I want to be like all of the perfect imperfect things that you see is freeing you up yeah. for you guys to be able to do this for yourself. And that's what this room is. It's a safe, Uh, container for imperfectness. Like,
1: let's just
0: F it all up in here so that we can get used to what it feels like and be okay with it on the outside.
1: Yeah. This is a part of it. And you are making me realize, I'm so grateful for this conversation today because you're making me realize that the work is actually this planning up until the event. How does Angie work under pressure? Are you outsourcing enough? Are you a control freak? Are you needing to work on processing mm. your fear? I mean, it's 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 bringing up a lot for me that I think I signed up for. For some reason, I raised my hand to God or universe and was like, yeah, I'll do it. Someone's going to do it or right, I'll do it.
0: Yep, <laughs> I totally. feel like that's what it is.
1: It's like a bidding system. Okay, she's going to do this. Okay, I'll do it. I'll host this event. And then in that process, he wants me to become a more mature, better person. I'm still growing. Yeah. I'm still young. And I feel like I, I need to go through that. I need to go through it. Yesterday I had a breakdown with my team. Oh my God, what if this happens? And they're like, you need to chill out. That's, that's actually part of the process. Yeah. And so she that yesterday was so bad. No, that was, Angie needs to realize that that's part of it and you need to let go of some control. So whatever lesson I'm learning up until the event is actually my my self-proclaimed journey that I signed up yeah. for.
0: <laughs> uh, let's, let's talk right. about that because so okay. the process, if you're putting yourself out there at all or becoming yeah. the person you're meant to be, I believe the only work is like grace, let go. Mm. Like that's it. Yeah. Imagine running, like let, let's picture, you know, running a, you know, billion dollar businesses. Yeah. And I know that's where you would love to go. Yeah. I know that's where if I would fun. love to go, you know? Yeah. Uh, let's yep. be honest like yep. that's where we'd love of to course, go of um so you can't get there without learning how to just let go of everything and Surrender, like lean yeah. in and trust yeah so when we try to control what if yeah. this happens and what if this happens like oh, uh, well you'll be a psycho for the rest of your life like <laughs> it's like grace love forgiveness because crap is going to go down like you know yeah. we've seen a lot of a lot of things happen to women where we're like if that happened to me I would just die well, no, that's not how you, you just send that person love. And you're like, if that happens to me, I will get through it. Yeah. And I have amazing people around me.
1: Yeah. So, and I think yeah. that's,
0: that's scary, but that's where you have to be.
1: Yeah. I'm actually naming my future daughter, Grace. That's so oh. funny. I love that name. It, oh, it, it, it resonates with me. It's so beautiful. I can't wait. We always joke around. We're like, Grace, she's not even here yet. Oh. <laughs> In a few years, hopefully when I'm, when I'm a mom, I want to name one of my daughters, Grace, because I think that's what I'm always working on. Being someone who is very... I can be in the masculine to be successful and, and, and I'm a driver and a doer, but I'm, I'm like, Angie, you just need to surrender. You need to give up this silly idea that no one else can help you to plan this. If everyone Mm. else plans it, like I was telling you when I came over, I was expressing just real human fears of like, what if the lights go out? What if the DJ plays the Backstreet Boys when he's not supposed to, and I'm on the stage, like these crazy thoughts that are so ludicrous, but your, your gremlin brain is like, yep, that's what's going to happen. And just being like, so what? So what? Sometimes, so what is the most powerful question I feel like we can ask ourselves.
0: Yes. So what? Oh my god! They're not going to die. I'm not going to die.
1: And if that's the reason why the women came, then those aren't my people anyway. So there's nothing to worry about. Yeah. Really, there's nothing to worry about. As long as I show up as Angie, like that's what they bought. Like, that's it.
0: (laughs) Here's the thing. You answered answered a call from, you know, your whatever, source, creator, whatever you believe. (laughs) Yeah. And they're... He, he, she, it is not going to let you down mm. at all ever. So mm. when we get scared, cause this is, so this is a message for myself as much as it is for you. Like yeah. I answered the call of this book, you're answering the call of this event, whatever is coming yeah. is going your way through your way of, um, coping is all going to be given to you. Yeah. You don't get to know yet. You just get to lean in yeah. like you just get to have faith. Yeah. So just know if the lights go out, if something happens, if, you know, something awful's going on, you'll get the answer in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's the coolest part about leaning in and having faith. Yeah. So you yeah. can't, that's that whole like full-time faith thing. You're like, Oh, I don't get to have part-time faith. I don't get yeah. to just answer and know that this message is not from me yeah. and then be like, yeah, but now they're going to leave me hanging. No, no, no. You're good. Like you're (laughs) good. That's the work. Um, so I want to know, like, cause you, I admire you so much for who you are and what Mm -hmm. you're doing in the world. And this message of just unapologetically being so Mm -hmm. bold about what you want, who you are creating these businesses, getting Mm -hmm. out in the world. Like Mm -hmm. you are blazing that trail in my personal opinion. Mm -hmm. Um, but so much has to go on to get there. So Mm -hmm. I know that you are writing a book, Mm -hmm. Tell me about the book. I believe that the whole book is based on like everything that you're doing right now. So let's talk about it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm glad I have sisters to talk about this with because when you talk to friends who haven't run events or had a book, they don't, they just think, whatever, it's fine. Just don't worry about it. Instead oh, of realizing this is a baby to you. My event is a baby to me. It's a real yeah. child. So of course I'm nervous. I don't want the child to fall on space. face. Right. <laughs> um, and it's, it's crazy. Cause I think people think I'm like the most confident person, but it's weird that it, it doesn't mean that, that that's not true. Actually. I think mm-hmm. the most confident people are the ones who are just dealing with that, that resistance all of the time.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so my
1: book is called raise your hand and, um, I think that the quote, knowledge is power is bullcrap. So I want to write a book about why I think everyone's walking around with a ton of knowledge, but only a small percentage of people are actually doing something about mm. it. And so I collected all my stories from childhood, other women's stories that I'm putting into the book. So it'll be 52 different weeks. So each week you can open up a a chapter or a section and read, wow, Sandra went in and told her boss she wanted a raise and she got it. Wow. You went up to a boy and asked him on a date or whatever. They'll be like relationship section, mostly business, asking for a raise telling yourself that, you know what, I should raise my prices this month in my business. It's all about what do you need to raise your hand to? Because I think a lot of us are kind of living like, mm, I don't know, mm. I don't know. And I've been starting to practice it in little ways. And so the book will also have exercises with how to practice uh, raising your hand at the coffee shop or at a restaurant when you didn't want that salad dressing, but you're too afraid to ask yeah. the waiter for what you really want. Mm-hmm. And I want to empower women, whether it's their business or the grocery store or wherever they are, to just say, hey, no, that's that's not what I want right now or this is what I need. Mm-hmm. And I... um. I truly believe that being bold is, is the greatest quality you could have, especially in entrepreneurship. So I want to help mm. women to, to, to harness that because with that, you could do whatever. It doesn't matter about the funnels and the marketing and your sales page could be the most beautiful sales page ever with all this glitter and cool fonts and all this stuff. But if you don't <laughs> share with anyone and you don't yeah. raise your hand and say, I'm worthy of sharing this, no one's buying it. No mm. one's buying it. And I want mm. women to realize that. That it wasn't perfect, like perfect action that helped me to sell out programs or anything. It was just I raised my, I rose my hand and I was like, "All right, this mm. is what I want to do." So, so uh, <laughs> the whole book's about
0: that. So why aren't we, mm. why aren't we raising our hand? I believe that we're
1: not raising our hand for pretty much two reasons one we feel like being seen means that we'd be vulnerable and we'd be stripped open and people wouldn't love us then I think everything roots back to not being loved Mm. which I know you talk a ton about and then I think it's fear of hearing no we're afraid Mm -hmm. to hear no because god forbid someone says no and I talk a lot about in this book with even just working with sponsorships of me sending emails hearing no and then a few months later, having a company say yes. And that one email generated thousands of dollars. Where if I would have been too afraid to press send, it would have never happened. So I want yeah. women to realize it's okay to hear no because it might also be yes down the road. Mm-hmm. And so I think we're afraid of not being loved and we're afraid of hearing no mm. because God forbid someone says no to us, whether it's in network marketing. You yeah. know, a lot of women are afraid in, in network marketing and in, in entrepreneurship, running a course, launching their first course, getting on a live video. They're afraid that someone's going to comment. You suck, or I don't like this. <laughs> Judging our character, we're just, yeah, we're like. Terrified. Oh, she
0: asks. She's pushy. She's yeah, black. Yeah, she wanted this for free. She wanted. Who does she think she is? Mm, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. yeah. And that's what do we what I do want to with dive
1: that? Into too in the book, I think that's the part I still need to write is more about how to do it and not seem like a mean girl, but doing it in a really confident and classy and beautiful way. Of hey, this is what I want right now. Oh my God. I'm going to have to... That chapter is going to take a while.
0: (laughs) I just, for some reason, saw like the graceful ask because it's like so true. You have Mm. to have so much... It's a dance. It's grace with yourself because to hit send, to make sure the words are like very sent with love, sent with a great intention, but also very like this is exactly what I would love... For this to look like yeah. right so it's always like asking for as much as you want and yeah. also saying you know let's can we negotiate mm-hmm. from here or this is exactly this is my perfect scenario or yeah. man this is such a work it's like for a, me. it's
1: like a fear muscle practice oh, too man. so the book starts with as a little girl when I used to come home from school my dad used to say did you raise your hand first to present I'm like no dad and he'd <laughs> say no I want you to be the only kid in the class where they say okay guys it's presentation day who wants to go first and what does everyone do you hide yeah. that because you're going to let Bobby go first or Becky because she'll mess it up. Right. Ahead, you can mess it exactly. up first instead of just being like, and like closing your eyes and like, all right, I got it. And so the whole book is basically around forcing yourself just to do that Yeah, because then the more you do that, it gets easier. So you're training your fear muscle to know, okay, didn't die. Okay. Didn't die. So that's what essentially it starts out with is like, when was the last time you actually were like, I'll go first. And so at my event, I kind of want to tie that in with exercises of like, I want someone to come up right now and do something that you are like, I'm not going to do that because then mm. she's going to sit down and be like, oh, that wasn't that bad. It's never as bad as we make it out to be.
0: Oh my God. I <laughs> so love yeah, that so I'm excited for girls much. to get this
1: message because I feel like women are, we're, we're scared. We're timid because yeah. men are allowed to do that. Men are allowed to raise their hand and ask for what they want, but I don't think that should be that way.
0: So how mm. can we deal with mm. when we get the nose? Mm. Yeah.
1: That's a great question. I don't know if there's one perfect answer and I'm even still a student of life working on it because no is still can bite me a little bit. I think they become numb a little bit and you realize that any successful person had to hear no to get to the yes. It's almost like a little lily pad. Like you have to kind of jump on all of them to get to the yes. And I uh, I love the book called Go for No. I know uh, who wrote that. I don't know who wrote that. I can't remember. I'll have to find out. He's he's amazing, and he talks about this when it does come to sales. That if you're not hearing no, your prices are probably too low. Yeah. Because you're not pushing the envelope. For so sure. So I train my girls like push the envelope a little bit. That's that's great. If on ten sales calls you heard no four times, good. That's six like six people said yes. That's amazing, and that actually means that it was a price point where they were like, oh man, I got to invest in myself a little bit here. Yeah. And. That's that's really good when it comes to sales, but women are like, I'm gonna make the price point so low that I'll never hear no.
0: <laughs> oh man, when and I'm I, like, No, that's not the right mentality. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. And and I wanna I t- I wanna mm-hmm. talk to people about that because they're yeah. sitting here thinking, No, I, I I wanna make sure that everyone can do it. I wanna yeah. make sure that, you know, nobody judges me or thinks it's too expensive because I can't handle that email. <laughs> like I because yeah. n- your not enoughness is like oozing out all over this low not price. Not enoughness is like, oozing. <laughs> Oh my God. I've so been there where I'm like, Ugh, it's $19 for my whole life, like in, you know, invested into this program. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, no. Yeah. Cause what it does is it attracts a whole slew of people who are not ready yep. to invest yet, who yep. think that's too expensive. Yep. Yep. And sometimes that's your journey. Yeah. And sometimes that's your journey for all yeah. of the emails and the backlash and the people who don't show up for you yeah. to realize that you did not, um, uh, you know, attract the people who were ready to actually take your program seriously yeah
1: you're robbing them of that transformation too and if you price it too low no one shows up so then who won in that situation uh, sales exchanges is, is 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 a win-win situation it's not mm. a win-lose so you receive this thing called money it's this energy she receives this thing called value or a transformation for your gift well if you didn't make it necessary that she had to put skin in the game and do something well she lost and you lost so now it's a lose lose that wasn't a good sales transaction mm. so I think by me elevating, and we're not saying charge a million dollars for a ebook right but of course right, this right, right. is in 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 reason but to to know that when you put a worth on it they then put a worth into themselves actually taking action on that course and on that thing i've seen it over and over i give scholarships away sometimes to my mastermind and it's usually not the master the scholarship winner who got it 100% free who shows up isn't yeah. that crazy? It's usually no, not. No, it happens all the time. And I, I get like, free I tickets to stuff. Her- and Nope, they don't do yeah. it. And it's yeah. my girl who I remember on the forum was like, oh man, I'm going to have to sell some things or I have to put my TV on eBay or like just crazy. I've heard the craziest stuff and I'm like, okay. And and she's the one who's on every call taking notes usually has the greatest transformation. Yeah, It's the most financially not set woman. And so it's pretty beautiful to see that she's the one who actually who... <laughs> And so
0: always, I can't even tell business. you. Yeah. That that was me. Like literally the first, yeah. um, so when I wanted to do events, but I wanted to learn how to do events, put people yeah. through meditations. Like I saw this Jack Canfield train, the trainer thing come through. It was $25,000. Wow. Now at the time that was astronomical yeah. to me. Yeah. Like if I would have even said that to my husband, like at the time he would have been like, are you kidding me? Are you- <laughs> Except I had, I did. I brought it to the table. Cause I was like, I know I'm supposed to do this, but yeah. And at the time, I think the most I'd ever spent on self-development was maybe $5,000 for like a really long course. So that was out of control high. And that's why I showed up to all 3 weeks wow. and stayed from 7 in the morning until we were doing yeah. stuff until 11 or 12 at night like
1: And that still was one of the best investments you've probably made. That was the best investment Jack, yeah.
0: I've ever made to become a teacher and put on events like Yeah,
1: no, I want to do it. Does he still do it?
0: <laughs> I don't know if he still does that. Jack, one. are you listening? <laughs> I know, but if I wouldn't have so I love that you said that because and I want didn't people to you hear that. it financially as as as
1: set. So no. it makes sense, quote unquote, on paper for you guys. To be like here's 25 grand. A it was insanity. Field. You were like probably in debt.
0: It <laughs> was I was yes, and it was making me ill. Like it, yeah. it it made me sick to my stomach, wow. but my soul knew. Um, so I love Amazing. that you said that. Um, so what do you mm. say to women who are, I mean, I think majority of us are either not charging what we want yeah. or not really putting that thing out. There's a lot of fear or we're not yeah. asking. So I know that we just talked about it, but mm. what would you say to her? Mm. Yeah, because
1: I know she's listening. She's probably driving in the car right oh, now. Oh, for like, sure. Oh man, this is me. <laughs> I would say that if you're not if you're not putting a value on it now in the in the beginning, if you don't start to harness that fear muscle and to raise the price a little bit to what energetically feels worthy of you, it it never gets it never gets better. It actually just gets worse, and so you mm. don't know how to. To ever harness that skill. Um, and knowing that you are worthy of whatever it is you're doing. Most of the time, if we get that calling or we were given that, that calling to do something or to fulfill that, whether that's a course, book, event, knowing that you, you're allowed to put a price tag on what you do. I think a lot of people that word freaks them out. But what I've really been working on lately is seeing money differently. So I think that's almost the, the pre-discussion to that is money is really just this beautiful energy. It's just an exchange, Mm. but instead Mm -hmm. we see it as something that's evil or bad. Or Chris obviously talks a ton about this on his show. And it's, um, I think the, the discussion around money and what it really is needs to change. And then once you realize it's not a big deal, you're like, Oh, it's just an energy exchange. Then you don't feel guilty taking an energy exchange because you're about to bring her so much you're value. You're giving and a lot mm. of the women I coach on my calls, they'll say, "Why are you afraid of sales?" And they'll say, "Because it's a win lose. I feel like I'm gonna, I'm gonna get something from Becky, and then she get, you know, she gives me money, and then it's over, and she lost." I'm like, "No, no, no. She's she just won the lottery. She's about to work with you. Mm. That's amazing." So I have my girls almost do this as if model of. You need to act like you're Beyonce and you just, this girl just won the lottery. Oh my God, she gets to work with you. How amazing is that? And then over deliver. I'm a huge fan of just over deliver. If you're nervous, Mm. bring 110%. So you have no sense of guilt when you're working with that woman. And if you bring your best, then that's, that's all that you're expected to do. I truly Mm. believe. So So it's, it's it's hard though in the beginning.
0: Oh, I've got good questions Mm -hmm. here. So we're afraid that if we charge too much, Mm -hmm. that they are not going to get the value. Mm -hmm. Um, and I know this happens to me all the time. I'm, I'm playing the story in my head of the email that's coming to me over my program. Um, um, (laughs) Okay. So Becky's like, Oh my God. Okay. Sorry, (laughs) Beck, Let's, we need to call it like a, a name, like Bubba, like someone, something that someone would not have. So Bubba's like, oh my God, your program sucks. I paid too much. You suck. You're awful. Cause this happens no matter how much, but the thing is you had a hundred people tell you how awesome you are and that they have transformations, but Bubba is standing out like a sore thumb (laughs) and that's all you can think about. And you want to stop your program, even though a hundred women are having transformations. So you get this Mm -hmm. email and this is, this is the story that we're playing in our head. This is why we don't charge more. This is why we don't put the program out or this is what we focus on. So what do we do with Bubba's email? You delete it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I know I'm just, I don't read my emails. I have a sister who reads them because energetically I found that I that was, it was so bad. It was so bad. I haven't read emails in a year. She'll forward me the good ones or if I need to. So if you're in a position where, and I think we all are, even if it's a few hours a week, have someone take that over because nine out of 10, if you're listening to this, your zone of genius is probably not an account manager or customer service. If it is totally cool, rock it out. But if not, I would first off hand off that energy. So you're not totally seeing that. If it's to the point where there's hundreds of those, then yes, as a company, you do need to assess what's going on. We do need to fix something. But if it's one out of every hundred, I of course use humor and play a little bit. Cause usually the email is like ridiculous. Like, Oh, yeah. I, I heard once like, my cat died because of the second payment because I couldn't go to the vet. Like it's like what what? And then I'm like, oh my god! Like I killed the, a cat. I, yeah. I killed a cat because this woman signed up for a program, and I'm the reason she couldn't make the second payment because I went to the vet. Like you're gonna hear the craziest stuff when you own an online business. Half of it's true, half of it's not. So you almost have to approach it with this really healthy level of humor. I use humor to cope, whether that's good or not. I have like, but to. You yeah, you kind of have to. And mm-hmm. I just laugh. I'm like, oh wow. And I know that there's hundreds of other women who loved it. So if that happens, I'm like, wow, bless and release. We do our best as a company to assess and how we can help uh, or fix, but you're not going to make everyone happy. And you interview the most successful people. I'm sure if Oprah was hanging out with us right now, she'd say, do you know how many people hate me and hate what I do?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's like, that's kind of part of the the game is you took the darkness with the lightness. I don't think mm-hmm. you could, you get to be this light and this speaker and the successful person without having some trolls that just don't like it. I think that's what so makes true. you attractive is that there's polarity and I'm a huge fan of polarity. So I kind of signed up for it. I always come back to that. Like, Oh yeah, you signed up for this, Angie. You don't get to really complain about it. (laughs) Like it was my choice to like show up and be present and be visible. You can't be like, Hey world. And then when you get a little negative feedback, cry about it because you signed up for it. But there's, there's always more light than dark. I mean, it's always been way more. I Mm. mean, unless something really bad's going on, but I mean, it's, it's been so easy for me to process. I think now, because I just kind of, I laugh it off, use humor and and realize that it's, it's not really on you. It's usually, I know you talk about this. It's usually they had a really bad day. And so you are just the target to let out on because they just spent money and they feel like, oh my gosh. And they have things they need to work on.
0: So Mm -hmm. it's not about you. It's not about you. It's not about you. (laughs) It's not. And there's so many layers there that, yeah, yeah, just massive grace. We're just using that word and compassion because you don't know what's going on. Like their husband could be so angry with yeah. them. Their sister could be upset with them they Um, you know, it could feel like financially they're drowning and they're yeah. like, Oh my God, what bad decision did I just make that I shouldn't have put money out on? Even though it was a great decision. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. you know, so it can be going back there. Um, yeah, So, and the other thing that we have to remember is like, we, we empower other amazing human beings on our team to put care into those people and emails. And you don't have to be there for that. You can empower another human being who cares so much about that end of it that you can now energetically know that they are taking care of that person or they're taking care of your crew or all the people Mm -hmm. who signed up. Like, this is not just your program. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. This is like, you're hiring amazing people. Yeah. who are taking so much care. So there's power, there's power in that for me, knowing that, that this is not just my program. Like I have a team who is actually the, the people are paying for my team as well. And that's who they get.
1: Yeah. I just love polarity. I think it's actually necessary. I think life is contrast. There's good and bad. You have to go through bad to see good. Obviously your book even talks about that. You had to see bad in life to feel good and you had to go through crap to then see beautiful things. It's the same thing. I don't think running a business, you just get to smooth sail and it's like, I see it on like a, like a, like a water side. like, woo. Okay. It's so yeah. easy. It's over. Yeah. It's just fun. I think that comes with it. And with each of those emails, I get to then assess how do I feel about that? And I always try to come back to love. It's as hard as it is mm-hmm. like, wow, what is she going through right now? This human might just have a really bad week. So yeah. for all I know, she's going through something crazy. So we're going to approach it with love. But then we also, I love to empower too. I think that's my, my job is to hold that space. Mm-hmm. So if they are having a moment of hesitation or fear, I'm like, Hey, what is it? Let's talk about it. What's coming up. Yeah. And then usually they're like, wow, I really just needed to get that off my chest because investing yep. for a lot of women is really scary and a lot comes up with it. It's like all these emotions and fear and who am I to do this? Imposter syndrome, of course. I hear that all the time. And so th- that when they say the transformation was in the transaction, you're you're hearing all wow. that from your customer.
0: Of I don't know if I've I, ever heard that. I'm like obsessed with that. Say that again. Oh,
1: the transformation is in the transaction. And what wow. that means is like uh, Tony Robbins. When I went to Tony Robbins, I was like, I think it was 18 when I went to my first one. And I was like, I'm going to go to Tony Robbins. And I was like broke and obviously it was like, how am I going to get $4,000 to go sit in front (laughs) row and like meet my future husband, Tony. And I like (laughs) sold, I like, I, uh, like I sold like my car. I used part of that. Like just, they did the craziest things. And I truly believe that if someone would have given me a free ticket to Tony, it wouldn't have been, as big of a deal. But in that moment I had to get resourceful and be like, what is it like to be resourceful? Yeah, And that's a quality of entrepreneurship. So when my girls get on my first call, I'll always say, Hey, how many of you had to work really hard to get in here? Like, Oh my God, I had to sell stuff. I had to have an awkward conversation with my husband about what I want to do in this new business. He thought I was crazy. I'm like, good. That's awesome. Because that was probably like 50% of the work. So Yeah. yeah, there's a lot that goes into you investing in yourself. And for your event, you had to have women fly and plane train invest and in that they found that they had to like up level into a different person yeah. and become resourceful.
0: That I am always like the event begins for you the second you start thinking about buying the ticket the and then you when click you click, and click and roll. it. <laughs> yeah. That it does for me. I'm always like oh yeah. god this seemed like such a good idea but now that I'm about to get on this plane or I'm about to start packing I'm like it's always one of them like about to start packing and leave my husband and yeah. leave everything that I'm doing here yeah. still to this day that I'm like why. Yeah. Yes. Why did I do this? This yeah. seems so stupid. I'm fine. I'm fine being resentful. I'm working my ass off and not like not having I any boundaries. I don't need to go. Yeah, Have I don't all need these to. Women?
1: No. God, self-growth
0: is so stupid. <laughs>
1: like so, 2014 it I'm is <laughs> I'm
0: over it like I'm done growing and I then just you want to play. Tears. You're
1: like this is the best decision best thing ever. ever it's
0: always the best thing ever yeah. even if an event doesn't go as I mm. as I wanted or if it you know what mm. I what my expectation or plan there's always so much value in that as well even yeah. if it wasn't as good as I thought or even yeah. if it there's value in me going wow i look at how I put an expectation on that and how I disappointed myself. Yeah. So there there's value in that. So what is something right now that is kind of really pushing on your solar plexus that you have to ask for?
1: Ooh, the solar plexus. (laughs) Ooh, Ooh, my solar plexus. My solar plexus. (laughs) It's, 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 this is the year of team building for me. And it's, it's, it's expanding it more, and I just have—I'm just meeting so much resistance with it. And I didn't know I was a control freak because I'm the super chill, flowy, like woo party, like hang out, whatever. It's all fine, girl. But then when it comes to business, I'm like, don't touch it. It's fine. Yeah, I got this. I'll figure it out because I know how to do it. And we're trying to bring on more people, and my solar plexus is telling me <laughs> I, I need to. But I'm like, no, I'm fine. And so that's what's going on this year, 2018. I, I told my boyfriend, who now works for for the company, I said you need to help me to release this because I don't know what's going on, but I like, I'm scared of, of it. And, and I think it does always go back to like childhood where I was always afraid to like share the toy. Cause what if I didn't get it again? And mm. my mom had a, a babysitting company at her home. So I grew up with like 20 different kids wow. in my home all the time. So I think it actually roots back from, I never had my own toys. I never had my own things. So when someone comes in, they're like, Angie, I got this instead of me being like, Oh, thank you. I'm like, are you sure? Do you know what to do with it? Yeah. What if you mess it up? So it's fear, it's control. It's a lot of this that I'm needing to process. And uh, that's my lesson right now that oh. I, whoever it is, is like, Hey, you're going to learn at 28 years old that this company is not going to grow to a multi-million dollar business until you get over this awkward hump of not believing and trusting in another human to help you run this. Mm. And I'm like, I know. I know yeah <laughs> but I'll just do it all I'll be fine let me figure it out it's like this crazy conversation so is it
0: fear around like they're gonna like mess they're gonna up. oh mess it up yeah. or take it from you or both Oh, not
1: take it from me I think okay. mess it up
0: <laughs> yeah I was like are, we
1: think we're the only ones who know how to do like, it like are they is,
0: destroying the Lincoln Log house or are they taking the Lincoln Log house I think like, they're just
1: destroying it and then I'm like oh I shouldn't have done that but wait maybe
0: you don't know what Lincoln Logs are because I'm 10 years Lincoln older
1: logs. I think I do because my brother play with them they're all okay. like Legos, right? Kind of. They're,
0: they're like long logs and they were my favorite toy ever. So, oh. and I was like, I just think I totally referred to something that she's like, yeah, I like it logs.
1: What? I was like, I was born in 90. What is that? Yeah. What is it? I don't know. It's even been the last oh. few months of me asking that question. What is it, Angie? Why are you? And it's, it's, I, I have to believe in scalability. I have to believe in, in yeah The business doesn't grow unless the team grows because time is, is uh, the asset that's equal for all of us. So how do you get more of it? How do I get more of it? Well, we have to bring on people so more humans can create it. It's the only Mm. way to win. And so I'm like, Oh my God. I have to create more time. How do you create more time? You need more humans.
0: <laughs> Let's talk about investing in your team because mm. I think this goes, this this hits a trigger with investing in yourself yeah. and people don't understand like, they might look at a really amazing business. Even Chris and I are putting so much money out right now. It's kind of um, overwhelming for mm. even for me who's, who's used to putting so much money out. But the bigger game that you want to play, the more money you have to part with um, in order to play the long game. I love that, yeah. So for us right now, it's like, it's going out faster than it's coming in. And yeah. and that is so important for people to hear because they look at your life and they're like, hey, you must just be rolling in it if you have this awesome business. Yeah. And you're like, no, if you've got <laughs> if you've got goals and yeah. you're really investing into mm-hmm. the long game, you probably are like yeah. you're equally putting money out right now. So Absolutely. you're talking about team, you're talking yeah. about investing with yourself. Cause I think women think that they women, human beings in general, you guys, think that you know, if we put this money out, we should see this massive return and be set for a long time. Yeah. So what is yeah. the muscle that we need to work mm-hmm. on? What's the mindset we need to have in order to understand the law of kind of putting money out into the world yeah. and getting it back?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's it's knowing that any other time I've put money into the business and did so with a gut check. So I do a lot of gut checks where it's not just, Oh, it'd be fun to buy a pink Lamborghini. Cause I'll help the business. Like, right. <laughs> obviously within reason, like gut check, eh, that's kind of random. Yeah. It's, it's like, what do I really need right now in the business? What would feel good to either make me happier or make my employees happier? Because I believe that being a leader and a CEO is actually a totally different skill than just entrepreneurship that I'm yeah. being hit in the face with of, Oh, Angie, you're a great entrepreneur, but are you a great leader? Are you a great CEO? Let's find out. That's a different skill. Hiring, oh my God, hiring, yes. managing. I didn't sign up to be a manager and now all of a sudden I have to be a manager. Yeah. <laughs> right? So they're hearing like a real deal behind the scenes talk here, but that is that is what happens when you grow. You have to assume a new position and put on a new hat that maybe you didn't sign up for. And so I think it's it's requiring you to become almost this, this new person. And that transaction, going back to the transaction, I believe that when you put the energy in, the universe you're co-creating. It says, hey, I see what you did. I see you put it into something. You're going to get it back. I, mm. I believe that it always comes back in some form. Maybe not that minute, but in some capacity. And for you women listening, I know a lot of you might be new, new health coaches or new entrepreneurs, and you feel like you're doing everything in the business. And if you're not in the zone of genius 80 to 90% of the time, it can't really fully thrive because you're not mm. able to be in that zone. So mm. what you and I are doing is we're trying to stay in that zone all the mm-hmm. time. Like right now, this is our zone of work is, is interviewing people. And then someone else is going to edit this, do all the stuff that we don't want to yeah, do. Totally. And that's scary though. Cause what if he edits it wrong? Yeah. What if he puts, I mean, there is always the what if, but you, 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 you trump the, with that. What if you, you trump the fact that you have to stay in your zone and that's going to outweigh that fear. Mm. So for me, it's a lot about the zone of genius and just believing that that energy is going to come back. Of course it is. It always does. Mm. And that's just, that's surrender. That's grace again. That's trust. It's all these words that mm. <laughs> I want to teach other women and I'm now having to practice myself. Mm. We, we teach our lessons. Oh, for <laughs> sure. Okay. So that
0: leads me <laughs> to the next question. What yeah. it, are, are you willing to share a mm. big, what was I thinking moment that also made you grow? Like, but where you're like, what yeah. the hell, how did I even yeah. think that or why did I put that mm. out so quick? Or that was from ego or what was going, you know what I mean? Something like yeah. that. I mean, I have lots of those, but yeah,
1: I have so many, um, I think, um, and I've shared it once on my show, but I'm really excited to share more of it. Um, I had a, a big business partnership that I was in where I split it 50-50 and I went into it really quickly. She's a great, amazing, amazing, talented human, but I went into it very quickly and I felt scared. So I did it out of fear, I think, instead of the right reasons, maybe 100%. And that woke me up to a lot of, whoa, like I, I made a very fast decision in the business And that I wish uh, if I could go back in time, maybe do differently and see differently. Mm -hmm. But I think I had to go through that to then learn how to manage better, how to outsource better, how to do my gut checks. And, and and what I mean by gut checks is like, um, my root chakra, (laughs)
0: like
1: feeling into what feels like expansive or what feels really tight and contractive when I make business decisions. And that one did come from more tight and scare and uh, scarcity and fear. And I should have chose something more expansive. But I think again, as much as I wanted to kick myself in the butt for it over and over again, financially and time-wise, I'm like, Angie, it was part of your, it's a chapter in your book, literally yeah. <laughs> of life. And I, I do want to share it with women. Cause it was, it was pretty crazy what happened. It was almost like obviously a divorce when you split a large company like that with someone and then you have to close it out. So, um, that was a really big lesson last year to, uh, only work from a place of expansiveness and just be, be, do those gut checks. I think it's so important. They don't teach you that in a course, really. They just say like, run the funnels, close the sales. And it's like, Hey, how are, how are women actually making these business decisions? I think they should come from our our gut, not just what seems right on paper to do that. So just be cautious. If you're listening, whatever it is you want to do, do a gut check first versus just Mm -hmm. jumping into something because it looked cool or someone else is doing it or Becky, yes. Becky's do I would say what is it what do we bubba. call it? Bubba
0: Bubba <laughs> or Bubba Bubba Boo Boo
1: is doing it on her on her social we're media. gonna get like
0: some hate mail from Bubba
1: <laughs> Bubba Smith is gonna be like hello I listened to your show and <laughs> I
0: am very offended um <laughs>
1: oh my god that's so funny
0: so I get this question uh, with that a lot because I yeah. I run my business that way as well and I also question myself with it because it's like, what's the, so how do we tell the difference between a gut check? That's like, oh, this feels tight and fear.
1: Mm, like uh, I got a poop or this is a good decision. Yes. Gut check. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, like I'm just scared of this because yeah. it's new and it's mm, big and I mm.
0: don't want to put on an event or mm. this isn't right. I shouldn't put on yeah. an event.
1: Yeah. Sam Skelly and I were talking about this the other day. So I felt it the other day. I felt this, you, you do literally, your digestive system is, is where, you know, all of your hormones are in your second brain. So it kind of locks up and it freaks out. And I felt this sense of, oh my God, the, the event's gotta be canceled. I don't wanna do this. But I, could, I could feel the difference intuitively between, but I still really want to do it because I really want to see a woman's face in the audience mm. just light up. And I, I it went back to more of what do I really want from it? So that's like a happy gut check versus the ones that are wrong. They'll feel just horrendous. They'll feel scary and not expansive at all. You'll almost feel your body like tighten up versus like, all right, it's scary, but I could do it. This could be expansive. But it is it is hard. You have to play around with it. There is no one formula. This is you feeling into your body and being intuitive with decisions. And I think um, you almost have to make wrong ones to then make the right ones. Yeah. Too. Wow. Yeah. Do you make all of your decisions from gut? Or have you always? Or
0: I try to. It's amazing. It's I amazing. literally try to. Um Because um, it's never...
1: logical, and you're like, "Let's." This feels good to do. Yeah. <laughs> it's
0: never led me wrong. Um yeah. For the and no, of course it has because it's supposed to. Yeah. But at the same time, like that's a really interesting point because yeah. sometimes my gut is telling me to go the wrong direction. Cause it's a lesson that I need. Yeah. And some people might be like, well then this is BS, but it's not, yeah. it's yeah. not because looking back, even the biggest bad decisions I've made have, have helped me find my path they've, they've created so much clarity for me. So your gut doesn't mean it's going to lead you to fairyland. Your gut can, and I, and I talk about this in the book, your gut can take you down into a back alley where you get the piss beat out of you because, and your gut may have led you there because you were supposed to, you know, be like, Oh yeah, if I do this, I might, you know, that might happen and I shouldn't go there again. So I love that, it's, I love that it's intentionality. I
1: love that you have made the choice. I'm all about choice in life. I think mm-hmm. everything's a choice. Everything you've made the choice to see crappy stuff and messy stuff as part of the game and as part of the so process powerful. and you just shifted the way you see it because everything in the universe is neutral. Obviously neutrality is there's nothing good and bad actually, but you've decided to see what we consider bad is like oh, it's just part of the story. Yeah, I love that. That's so that's a good reminder because even I forget that.
0: And Nothing late can late ever days. take you down. It doesn't yeah. matter how bad it is. It can yeah. it can put you. It it can't take you out permanently. It can put you down, yeah. you know. But you're gonna come back, yeah. and when you do, it's gonna be better. Yeah. But it might take a year. It might take two years. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah. you know, yeah, it's just so interesting. That's
1: so good for these women to hear. Yeah, because a lot of them might be really down right now, and they mm-hmm. don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, because yeah. there's
0: something still still happening there that's beautiful it's just a longer winter you know you're letting the soil rest really your soil's burnt down for real like your soil is depleted like you got to just stay in winter for a while until you know it's ready again so and winter sucks ass but it's like (sighs) but summer's so good so anyway what so we're coming to a close here sister friend (gasps) so what can we um uh, where can we find you? Where can we follow you? And yeah. in, in, in your event and your book Yay. and give us the whole close the yeah. Angie Lee closeout. So
1: you guys are probably already on iTunes right now. You can check me out at the Angie Lee Show, Angie Lee Show on Instagram. You can check me out being weird all day on Story if you want some weirdness in your life. Um, we all do. If you need some more weirdness, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, my book Raise Your Hand will be out. Ideally November, but we'll see based on uh, order of importance for my my sanity of this event coming up and mm-hmm. honoring my energy and my boundaries. Yeah, <laughs> which we chatted about uh, with Lori on my episode. And October twentieth and twenty first in San Diego uh, will be. Um, uh, pays to be brave. So I'm really excited Amazing. for my event. So if you ladies are looking to come to a, a sales and confidence event with a, a fun twist to it, you guys uh, should come. I'm excited. I'd pays love to meet to you. Pays to be
0: brave. Mm-hmm. That also needs to be a book.
1: All of my titles come to me in meditation and I love it. It's so fun. I just want to, that <laughs> was mine.
0: Earn your happy end. Tribe yeah, bliss was like very really? much like download. Yeah. <gasps> Crazy. I love that. We'll put that all in the show notes. Um, You guys, she holds such a beautiful Mm -hmm. space. She attracts so many incredible women. So if you are ready in this call to absolutely start your journey now by going online and starting the transformation through the transaction, Mm. as she said, Um, and I'm so grateful for you. I see you. I honor you. You're amazing. I'm so grateful to have been on this parallel journey with you. Um, I'm blown away by all that you do. I'm so impressed with who you are. Um, Um, and I'm most impressed with just you, how you, sh- how you show up, uh, despite your fear. Oh, thank so, you. It's I your love path. You. Thank you so much. Yes. It's I been love so you. it so fun
1: to be on this path of life together. And I can't wait to see where both of us are in 10 more years. Oh, it's going to be insane. I'll be 38 yeah 48 48, looking hot oh yeah taking over the world girl's
0: just getting better up in here (laughs) it's just getting better
1: I can't wait to see it I can't wait it's gonna be fun no matter what it is yeah we're we're like
0: fine wine we just get better and better okay (laughs) so you guys if you love this episode uh Angie I forgot to ask you a question but if you love this episode listen to this question um okay so my final question which I have to ask everybody (gasps) oh yeah yeah, I know Are you. I almost skipped it. It's like signature. What the what? Here we go. So you're in an elevator. It's only like 30 seconds. Okay. You don't know this person. You. They look over at you and they say, "How can I make myself happy? What do you say?"
1: I like that you've almost forgot because now I'm on my toes. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't ready. I always told myself I would know the answer, and I'm like, "Oh my god, what is it?" It's I'm in the elevator happening. with this guy. Who is this guy? That's my like my brain's like, "Who is this guy?" Um. <laughs> I I want to say, I want to say, I want to say play. I think play heals. Mm. I think laughter heals the world. I truly believe it heals. So Mm. find what makes him get into that flow state and laugh his butt off. Mm. And I think in that state, he's going to find his happiness.
0: Mm. So perfect. So beautiful. Thank you so much for that. And you guys, if you love this episode, make sure you share it with your friends and until next time, earn your happy. Bye everyone. circle is an all-in-one community platform it lets you host content and create discussions live streams group chats and memberships all under your own brand and what's so cool about circle.so is that you don't even need a website or facebook group instead circle lets you build your own community site where you can host content and manage your members you can even create locked and unlocked content spaces, groups and classes. How freaking cool is that? You can put your content behind a paywall too and you can charge different amounts of money for different spaces on your community site. Circle.so is famously easy to use and it has a free 14 day trial for you so you can go check it out, see if you like it, see if you love all the options. for you so join me there start your free trial at growthday.com laurie